It's the Bullhorn Podcast, the only podcast that gives itself a participation award after each episode. I am Boomer Bob, and the man who criticizes my diet then posts about eating tater tots and pizza rolls on the internet, John Jamingu. That's because my, listen Bob, my taste buds, like my outlook on life, is very diversified, and it's non-racist. Like, in other words, I like, since this is Black History Month, I enjoy foods of uh, the uh, African-American culture, and uh, not all of them, but some. So are you saying that my diet is not woke enough or something? Your diet is not woke at all. Your diet is, it is the white supremacists of diet. It only likes a few things, and it hates everything else. You are you have a white supremacist diet, Bob. That's what you have. Here's another thing I noticed. Since we're on you right now, so you come on here and you take your hundred and ninety nine dollar earbuds out, and then we were talking earlier, and you were complaining about paying an extra two dollars for whatever it was. It was a fat tax. <laughs> it was a fat tax. Yeah, I go to you know check out a shirt. And I'm like, hey, that's thirteen ninety nine. That's I'll, uh, you know what? I'll support the show for that, right? And then I go to two X, two XL, um, two bucks more. Well, fuck you. See, you won't pay the extra two. So it's principle for you. I'm not mad at the, like the podcast or the show that I'm trying to support. But you didn't buy the shirt because of the two dollars. I'm not going to say whether I bought it or not. Of course you wouldn't. But okay, so I'm just saying it just makes a little. It's weird to me. Where where you draw the line on things. Like uh, Dave said today, Dave uh, from the Man Brain podcast and other podcasts, he said, what companies are you still pissed off at now? Because you were pissed off at, I forget what company you were pissed off at. It's hard to keep a running total. PayPal. PayPal. That's right. You were upset. Yeah. And you were upset with PayPal. But you have a long laundry list of companies that, at one time or another that you were upset with. So I'm not allowed to take issue with... Certain certain corporate entities. No, I just it's funny you you are a boomer. I mean, you get really really tanked up over a certain. Yeah. Thing. And you know well, what? I don't I should, I do like. I don't thing. have any like kids to sit here and nitpick or <laughs> so or to you know the uh, can't pick on the wife. freaking keyhorns. You know, I, like my wife doesn't give me too much shit when she gets home, so I have nothing better to do than to be mad at Apple or. Uh, like the new Galaxy S21 phone that came out last Friday. Well, now they're they're all over over like they're all getting too hot and they shut down on their own and you know and that pisses you off. Well, you know it, it's like these video game companies. They will just go ahead and, and just put out a video game that's not ready for release, and then just well, you know, we got some updates coming uh, coming down the pipe. Well, you know, some Bob. There you go. I do agree with you on that because I love it when they set out. You know, Apple will set out a uh, a new system, a new operating system, and then you go on it and all hell breaks loose and you can't. And if you use your computer for work, then things are breaking down. The, the programs you have to, they have to catch up. And for like a month and a half, you are in computer hell. I've learned that whenever they say, okay, here's the new operating system and Apple names them. I think this one's Big Sur before it was Yosemite, Yosemite or whatever. And I wait, I wait a couple months before I go over. Let all them, everybody that charges in, like Leroy Jenkins, Jenkins, let them all run in there and have all the problems and get all the bugs worked out. And I come, 
I stroll in like I'm late to lunch. So how you been? Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, podcast. Anything new on the home front besides you being upset with PayPal? Why are you upset with PayPal again? I forgot. Just uh, we had some janky shit happen on my account. And um, I mean, they've been, I guess you should say, more than gracious about trying to iron it all out. But just it's just too much. It's all digital. We don't have to. There's no waiting periods necessary here. What are we doing? Okay. You've agreed that it was, you know, it was not authorized. You agree that it was theft, whatever, you know, just, let's just credit, credit to money back where it goes. Let's not sit here and wait 10 days. You know, this just, it's just ridiculous bullshit. So yeah, I do. And it's, it's funny. It comes out of your account immediately, but it takes 10 days to get back in your account when they take it out for a wrong reason. I mean, I have a credit account with them too. So that kind of adds to the issue that that was also involved. It wasn't just my PayPal account. It was a credit account with PayPal that was attached to them. So they're begging me to open up a credit card account. And I, I swore off credit cards 10 years ago. I said, I'll never own another credit card because I can't be trusted. I don't, I have, I'm such an impulse buyer, Bob, that I basically, whatever the limit on the card is, it's, you know what, I'll give you a hundred dollars a month and you let me buy $5,000 worth of stuff and I'll just keep giving you a hundred dollars yeah, a month. It's, it's a dangerous game to play. I mean, look around me. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I swore off credit cards. I, I would say, all right, here, I got this one credit card. It's for emergencies only. I will not use it. Then I get it and I'm like, oh, you know what? I could do that. Oh, I don't really have the money for it. Oh, but what I do have is this credit card here. You know what they say to do? They people, financial people to do with a credit card, especially for someone like me, what you do is you fill up a, you fill up a big, uh, like a container of water. And in the water, you take your credit card and with a string on a pencil, you dangle it. So it's halfway submerged in the water. Then you take the credit card and, and everything. You put it in a freezer and you let it freeze into a block of ice. <laughs> this way, yeah. if you need something, you can't get right. to your credit card. That makes sense. Well, but yeah, but you can always write down your credit card number and the information. So that, that doesn't really make that much sense. Well, but, I mean, I've got uh, really, I don't know what the type of uh, memory is. Uh, I'm sure there's a name for it. But yeah, I remember card numbers. Oh, really? And, you can do that? Like, yes, yes. I, I've not been able to. It's weird. Phone numbers I still can do, but big, long numbers like that I can't. Uh, routing numbers I can do for banks and stuff. But anyhow, the whole thing is that you would have to let the ice melt so you could get to your credit card to use it. And then that way it gives you time to get over that initial, uh, oh, you know what, I, I really don't want to do it. Because then you buy it and you're like, why did I buy this stupid thing? So, but uh, yeah, I so I decided not to, uh, no more credit cards. That would cards. be a cooling off period. Yeah, there's a cooling off period for that. I use credit often, but I do it in a sense where it, Okay, that's only twelve months, no interest. I gotta have at least twenty four months to be, you know. Uh, I'm not even gonna mess with that kind of, you know. And then if it's uh, over this amount of money, like if it's over like a thousand dollars, now I gotta have like forty eight months, no interest. Right? I'm not buying that. You should do the same thing with marriage. In other words, if you want to get married, what you should do is take your woman and freeze her in a block of freeze ice, her, yeah, and then let her thaw out. <laughs> you know, and then if you still, if she still want to get married after she's thawed out, okay, there you go. 
I, again, I, I just think that. <laughs> I mean, that's. No. The... You, well, you know what you'd have to do? You'd have to get a straw and put, have her put a straw so she could breathe. Wouldn't it be better I'm... just to take a, like a, a bucket of ice and like dump it down your pants? And then if you still want to get married. Then right. Or find a prostitute. And then after you, you know. I can't. You I can't relieve, pay for it, John. Relieve the pressure. Then I can't pay for sex. It just oh. it's against everything I am. So you're married. You pay for sex every Even, day. Well, I wasn't of always married. Life. No, that is not yes, true. It is true. You're paying for what it. do I? What do I pay for that I normally wouldn't? Because I'm married. Everything, Bob. You telling me that I, you I would still have to have a home, right? I would still have to have uh, uh, electricity and internet, basic utilities. Um, she basically pays for her own stuff, just because it's just easier. Like if she wants to go to Kohl's or something, she has her own money, her own bank account, her own credit. I have my own. We keep things apart. <laughs> Over in the private chat. <laughs> Uh, clean up, oh, cleaning up parrot shit. <laughs> there you oh, go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Dave was there one time. I was <laughs> talking to him, and I was cleaning since my wife works full days, and I was off. I, I get off early. I am grace, graced, uh, blessed. I guess you'd say though, to where I can make what most people make in a couple of days. I can make in a couple of hours. So I don't work full days. I'm I, I work to live, not live to work these days. Listen, I got to tell you, Bob. From what I see, you are an amazing house husband. You do the cleaning, you do the wash. I also pay all the bills. You pay the bills. But I mean, my wife pays bills too, but they're just different. Yeah, but you know? you're just a, you're an amazing house husband. Women, you know, like I said, women would love a man like you. Comes home, takes care of things makes money, they can do their thing. I mean, you're an amazing husband. John, it leaves more time for slapping that ass. Uh, okay. All right. Good. Good, 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 good. And holding hands and watching um, you know, sure. TV together. Yes. Okay. Yeah, all the man stuff. All the you man know, all stuff. That, all the man stuff and some of the, you know, woman stuff. The woe man. Yes. Woe man. Yes, I do occasionally have to clean up parrot shit. Uh, well, I guess... Is that the worst thing you have to do? It's among, I mean, the dust. Uh, African greys are very dusty animals, so that part sucks too. Sometimes I blame my cough on her and not the fact that I've been like smoking Marlboros for 30-something years. Oh, yeah. Either or. All right. So getting into the craziness that is this world, uh, I tell you what, there is a... A, a teacher or that used to be a teacher. She, she's retired. Uh, she was, a, um, I guess, a professor out at. Don't the, they call them educators now? Educators. You are not woke enough, John. I am not. I am educator. obviously not woke. I'll never be woke enough. Don't you dare dead job name her. So, you know, the Bernie Sanders memes that were going on. You love those Bernie Sanders memes. <sighs> so she's uh, there's she wrote an op ed piece in the newspaper saying that Bernie Sanders manif uh, manifests privilege for wearing his meme-evoking inaugural outfit. you got to be shitting me. No, I am not. She said the Vermont senator's choice of recycled wool mittens were 
an integral part of her class discussion on U.S. diversity and discrimination. And she said that um, that the, the his outfit was because of his white privilege, his mittens and his brown par- parka. She says, I was puzzled and fumed as an individual as I strove to be my best possible teacher. And what did I see? What did I think my students should see? A wealthy, incredibly well-educated and privileged white man showing up for perhaps the most important ritual of the decade in a puffy jacket and huge mittens. So there you go. He should have been more. He should have been more properly dressed. And the Isn't reason he, he like eighty, yes. And the reason he wasn't properly dressed was because of his white privilege allowed him not to dress up. Everybody else had to dress up, but he did not. Yeah, that that dude's almost eighty. Like he should have had like his own like heater and everything blowing on him. I mean, come on. Well, he, yeah. Again, he's old. He's an old communist. You know, it's not, he's not into material things. So she also goes on to say, I don't know many poor or working class or female or struggling to be taken seriously folk who would show up to the inauguration of our 46th president dressed like Bernie. Bernie represents the terrible privilege of white and rich because he, re, he reads articles, didn't wear expensive clothes. So he's privileged because he did not wear well, he's clothes. got three homes and he's made uh, 1.75 million off of his book. So, but everything, I mean, everything's white privilege. Everything is uh, racist. Everything is, I mean, that, I'll tell you what, the Capitol, so the storming of the Capitol on January 6th, 2021, a day which will live in infamy, the Democrats, the left, will not let it go. They are still. Uh, harping on that, that is a bone they will not let up on. And it cracks me up because we have the um, Honorable AOC, D Twitch, D uh, Instagram, and she just pulled out the atomic bomb of, it's not privilege, the atomic bomb of victimhood. Here it is. I'm a survivor of sexual assault. Um, and I haven't told many people that in my life. So there you go. Once you pull out, I've been a sex. I've been sexually assaulted. <laughs> All right, now that's not fair. It's not fair because, again, I don't know if she was sexually assaulted or not. I have no idea. I will take her to face yes, value. Yes, you do. I, I, I let's say I, I'm going to believe all women, Bob. I am going to believe all women, and say that she was sexually assaulted, and it's horrible. And I mean this sincerely. Any kind of sexual assault abuse to me is a, a worse crime. It's the worst crime. Anybody using power and it, and their physical power over another person. Like Joe Biden did? Yes. Like Joe Biden. Like uh, Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Yes. All that stuff. Mm. It is the worst. So let's say. I agree. It's terrible. It is. It is terrible. So if that did happen, you know, it is horrible. And, and I hope I'll bet that, she voted for Biden. Who? AOC? AOC. Of course she voted. What do you think she voted for Trump? What you, well, he, but he's a sex offender. Yeah, Biden? No, 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 no. We don't. Oh, no. We believe all women unless somebody we like. They're accusing Democrats. Right. Right. Then that bitch is just a hoe that got what she got. Because okay. You know My saying? bad. I'm still trying. They. I'm. I'm. 
I'm on like the f- fifth chapter of my reprogramming campaign that right. they've uh, got me doing. So back to AOC. So now once she has said that she's been a sexually assaulted, you can't, you can't criticize her. You can't criticize her about the fact that she said that Ted Cruz tried to have her killed on that day. And you can't criticize her for anything that she says about white supremacy and all because she has been sexually assaulted. Did she give details on like now, when this I don't happened? Know. What, you know what? what was this back in Listen, the day or was this last week? This is about as much. Uh, let me let me figure out how much I can handle. I'm a survivor of sexual assault, um, and I haven't told many people that in my life. <laughs> okay, all right. So I can handle about ten seconds of her voice. So I really don't get past much more than that. And well, then how can you talk about it without knowing the details? Why should I have to know? Why would anybody oh, need you're one of those to talk just about reads something? The headlines and then goes around telling everybody the story. Well, I, I just told you, Bob, she's, she's is a survivor of sexual assault. And the reason I can say that is because she said. I'm a survivor of sexual assault. Um, and I haven't told many people that in my life. I mean, there you go. So now I can talk about it because she said it. But, but what I'm trying to say is that once she pulls out that ultimate victim card, you can't criticize her. You can't say her policies are bad. You can't say that the Green New Deal is a piece of shit. You can't say that everything that she sees that she doesn't like is white supremacy. can't say any of that because, Bob, she's a victim. And Once you pull that victim card out. Oh, I get it. Right. You cannot. It says... During an emotional Instagram live, which has now been viewed 3.6 million times, which I don't know when this article was written, so it's probably gone up, um, AOC said that the fear she experienced in the Capitol riot last month was amplified by a previous trauma she had never spoken about publicly, sexual assault. And and again, I, I, I'm going to believe her that she was sexually assaulted, and that's horrible. I I 100% want to be on the record about saying that. But just because that happens, that doesn't mean that... I mean, I understand you felt like you you were going to be killed in the Capitol because of all this. And I'm not, I'm not sure that if they found her, they wouldn't have, you know, uh, cuffed her and took her out of there or hung her or whatever. We don't know. And God, I'm so glad that they did not find any of the senators that they were looking for. There's morons in the Capitol. So my point is that just because that has happened to you, it doesn't give you a chance. It doesn't give you autonomy. Is that the right word there? I don't. Carte fucking blanche. Carte blanche. There we go. Autonomy to go and accuse Senator Cruz and the other senators of trying to have her killed. And now she doesn't want to go into the, she's afraid to go into the Senate because now she's afraid of all Republicans because all Republicans are white supremacists. White supremacy. You get some white supremacy. You get some white supremacy. And that's the problem, Bob. I just, we're all, if we don't agree with her, we're white supremacists. And fuck her. No, Bob. Didn't and you understand she was sexually assaulted? You can't just do that. She has to give a fuck. You what in. does that have to do with the price of eggs in goddamn China? You have nothing. To, you, it has to be consensual. You just don't get the fuck AOC, Bob. That's not how that works. Okay, well, let's see. One time. 
when I was 19, this dude flipped me off at a, a red light. And does that give me the right to ram my car into a, a bus full of people I think look just like that guy? No, it does not. Hmm. Or I'm just what I'm trying to say. One doesn't one because one thing happened. It does not give you the right to do something to, to somebody else. It, it, it's not a bridge to it's not a bridge over troubled water, Bob. Is what I'm trying to tell you. So Five Finger Death Punch is it going to cover that song? Oh, wait a minute. That was uh, Disturbed. Sorry. Did they do that song? Disturbed. And I was, no, they did one of those. Hello, Darkness, My Old Friend. Yeah. That's the that, one. It's horrible. It is horrible. Or, I mean, the guy can sing. I'm not taking that away from him. But Jesus Christ, do I have to play it every 15 minutes on the fucking radio after it's been out for four years? I don't know what radio you listen to down there in Alabama. I try not to. It's terrible. Okay. Podcasts only for me. <laughs> okay. This is what you've done for me. Look at all the music stuff all around me. I am surrounded by music, but I hate listening to the fucking radio so much. Well, nowadays Thanks. we don't have to because right now we have you know we have a, you can have a music service and you can have a thousand songs and five uh, and a hundred playlists you, whatever mood you're in. It's too much work. So here's a story that I I heard. It was very disturbing, and I don't know if I talked to you about this. Uh, Spotify had put in for a patent now for technology that they want to be able to listen to you. And then that will t- determine your mood and your political values. And, and so they're listening to you all the time. So, Bob, that they can recommend music to play for you. That's the only reason they want this. They'll be listening sure. all the time. Now, here's so, the deal. So, I mean, the way that they used to do it, I don't know about them, but like Apple back in the day when you would open up like... Um, Apple Music, when you'd get a, a new phone, whatever, and you'd open up Apple Music, it would have all these different kind of band, like genres, and you tap the five that you like in the order that you like them. And then you'd, it'd give you different bands, and you'd tap them. And it was all these weird little, like, bubbles that would, like, float around the damn screen. And you'd tap the ones that you like, and you'd just go through that. But it never worked out. Like, I would try to do it honestly, right? And it would. It would come out, and it's like, oh, then you're going to like Billy Joel. No, I don't dislike Billy Joel. <sighs> Fuckers. I don't dislike Billy Joel, but I don't want to, if I'm going to stream, mute, pick music to actually listen to on my own, Billy Joel's not even on the list. So Sorry. I, I fought Spotify for a long, long time. I, I didn't want it. You know, I, I just, I hate Spotify for some reason, but... I was looking for a new music service when I got my iPhone again, and I was either going to go back to Apple Music or um, I was going to check around. So a friend said, you know, why don't you check out Spotify? So I did, and they gave me like a – I forget what how many day free service you get. And I went in and I started looking for songs, and what it does is it says, oh, you like this song? Maybe you'll like this song. And I was like, oh, I forgot about that song, and I forgot about that song. And within about an hour, I had over 200 songs on a playlist – and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So they do, I mean, they do have a great algorithm for getting music or finding music. Right. But my whole problem is everybody wants to listen into your house now. And, you know, listen, the Apple phone has Siri. The Google phone has Google Assistant. You have um, uh, Amazon Alexa in here. Or you could have the Google, um, the Google Home. And then I think... 
Apple has another. Apple has one that they don't. Maybe they got rid of it, but I remember Apple had one which was way expensive. Uh, and they're all listening to you all at the same time now. Yeah, Apple has the HomePod. Right, and I'm you know so, and the thing that got me is it's like now it's listening and there's an algorithm trying to figure out what mood I'm in. You know. Yeah, but I, if you look on the back of the Google one, there's a there's a, a microphone button that you can turn the microphone off. It lights up, too, when you turn it off, which makes you believe that it's actually turned off because it's fucking not. I, I don't know. Yeah. All that thing does is turn tin, on the light. App. Yeah. It's all it right. does is turn That's on my the point. light. That's my point. Who right. believes that that actually turns the mic off? Right, but the fuck out of here. To think that any stranger at any time can listen into you or forget about that. Just a computer program that's you know triggered by an algorithm that when it hears something or a tone of voice or an emotion that's coming out of you, then all of a sudden it can like listen in. That really starts to freak me out. And how much longer are we, as a population, going to allow this kind of technology to take over? And where we end up being slaves to it. Because pretty soon, the next thing you know, you'll be going for a job interview, and they'll say, oh, by the way, I hear you say fuck a lot at home. Well, how did you know oh, that? Oh, they, they would hear a lot more than that from me. Right, Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. And to be honest with you, I I don't know if they have this technology yet, or they just took the patent out because they're going to be working on this technology. I don't know how far they are with this, but it just seems like it's, uh, it's too invasive. I mean, I don't know how much more I, I want to let people listen in on, on my life. Yeah. Well, well now like you watch commercials, like the new Buick, it, it has, um, it has Amazon Alexa. Okay, well that's an Echo device, but right. okay, but it's sold as is uh, as, as Alexa. Like the commercial actually has a man driving a car and a woman in the passenger seat. He he argues with her, saying that this is an Alexa. It's not a it's not a Buick. It's an Alexa, and it's like, what is that? What are you doing? Why why is that even? How about? Can the can the car ram into a dump truck and you walk away from it? Isn't that more important than whether or not it has Amazon in it? Well, there's a perfect example. The cars nowadays, the, the new ones come out, and it won't let you ram into the dump truck. It'll hit the brakes for you. Well, I actually own one of those, yeah. so I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You're sitting there driving. Next thing you know, the brakes are coming on. Or Right, you, but you I don't tr- have, you know, Am- I don't have Jeff got in Bezos, and they're going, shh, shh, what do you say? Oh, oh, he just called that driver the N-word. Okay, he's racist. Uh, is that why you step it down from list? Amazon? Do you think? No. no, Jeff Bezos has stepped down from Amazon because he wants to do crazy, goofy bullshit with his little space space uh, rocket company to compete with um, fucking Musk. You know, they, he's got because one now? Elon Musk just surpassed him as the richest man. So... Now they now it's a dick waving contest. Is all this is to me? This is how I see it. Did you see the video of the Elon Musk rocket launch yesterday? That big ass. I rocket. haven't. Why well, don't generally don't tune in for that stuff. So. This was really cool. So anyhow, they shoot this thing up. I don't know, three hundred kilometers up in the air, and then it's supposed to it gets sideways and it uses the it f- comes down, it floats down, and then at the last minute it turns. It's huge. It's it's big. 
Well, anyhow, one of the rocket engines to go off, so it kind of over-rotated, and oh. it, hit the, it hit the ground, and it looked, I mean, just the explosion. Parts are flying everywhere. Things, <laughs> Little rockets awesome. are still flying around. Everybody, get down! And then you, there, you hear the people that are announcing, like, oh, no, no, and then I'll, it's just the thing. You see oh, the thing the hit. Oh, the humanity. Right. Oh, the humanity. And then, like, I don't know, five seconds later, you hear this big, huge explosion. So, I mean, they have to, well, you figure they're five miles away because sound travels about miles, what, about a mile a second or something like that, they say. Yeah, I don't know if he launches from Cape Canaveral or if he's at uh, Kennedy. Or no, this is in even, Texas. Even, this is somewhere yeah, in so Texas he that's did this. Kennedy, Kennedy is where, is where uh, that's in uh, Houston. Is Cape, well, yeah, is you have, you're right. They, they, NASA has a that there, but uh, Elon has a, another facility somewhere in Texas. I don't know where, who knows where it's at. Yeah. But uh yeah, anyhow, he uh that whole thing exploded. So now you got Bezos, he's stepping down from Amazon. He and uh so now you're saying that's what he's doing now too. Well, he just he he wants to do billionaire shit. You know what I mean? Well, he's certainly made enough money to do billionaire shit. I also think that there's I don't know if there's some kind of a like a I don't want to say backlash, but for back of a for lack of a better word, maybe there's like some uh, hatred towards him, maybe from Amazon users. Yeah, because I think the whole that, COVID thing, and he he's fucking just nothing but racked up during this COVID thing, and uh, you well, know, basically doubled his uh, you know wealth and is taking advantage of the COVID thing. Which is, I mean, it's a, it's a business, man. I'm not hating on him for doing it, but maybe maybe there's that going on where his name alone being associated with the company is like not necessarily a good thing these days. Well, he it's also, also been. CEO for 27 fucking years. Well, he started it in his garage. Yeah, I know. So, but he's also, he also owns the Washington Post too, which is a very, very liberal paper. Uh, Washington Compost. There you go. So maybe he's taking a hit for that. I don't know. But again, how much money, I mean, if I was him, I would step down to do billionaire shit. Yeah, but I wouldn't do billionaire shit. Like I want to launch things into space into into low gravitational orbit. I No, I want to, Fucking put like midgets in blenders and stuff. Okay, so now now you you just opened the door and I'm walking through, Bob. I'm walking through the door. You now are a billionaire and you have as much money as Jeff Bezos. What what's your what are you doing for? What's your list of billionaire shit to do? I'm gonna go with what I said on the last episode and I'm gonna donate to Black Lives Matter, John. It's Black History Black History Month. So you're gonna lie to me again. All right, that's Salam alaikum. So you're not. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to give your money to Black Lives Matter. I, I know that's not true. I, Actually, um, they I think they're getting the Nobel Peace Prize. They, so that's over are. worth over a million dollars. Okay. Of and uh, you know that comes with it. Not the prize itself is worth a million dollars, but they're going to get a million dollar cash purse with that. So. So you're deflecting. You're changing the subject. What would you um, do with it? What would I, I do with a billion dollars? Anything I fucking wanted to. I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking, Bob. You I don't, don't know what I want to do. You don't have yet. Like a, I don't have like a, a bucket list. You don't. You've never sat down and thought about a bucket list of what you would do with a billion dollars. No, because it's not. It doesn't seem like it, anything that'll ever come to fruition in in my lifetime. So, so you're not a dreamer. Is that what you're telling me? I mean. Nightmare, if that's what yeah. is that a thing? I guess I would, John, I would probably find a way to fuck that up too. Okay, 
going, right. you know, history has a tendency of repeating itself, right? So, yeah, I would, I would probably make the wrong moves yet again with a billion dollars. I, for me, I know exactly what I would do. If I, if I could go do billionaire shit, I would have places. I would buy homes in different areas and and move around and like I, I would be okay in the in the winter. I would be in Australia because it's summer there. And well, if they would let me in, and then you know when it's uh, winter there, I would move back here. I'd have a place down the Keys so I could go fishing. I would have a place in the mountains so I could go hunting. I would, I would be on permanent vacation, but I would always have a list of things that I wanted to do. I would have a podcasting network. I would, uh, I would bring in, in um, independent podcasters that I thought that were, you know, a that had a good entertaining show, and I would promote them. I would promote podcasting things that I love, things that I enjoy. That's what I would do. I, I would probably. Um, I would probably sponsor because I'm too old to drive it now. I would probably sponsor a race car. Uh, Maybe you know. I would s- start a show kind of like who, who are these podcasts, except I would find podcasts that were really god awful and I would offer them a prize to like if they take the money, they agree they they sign an agreement to never podcast ever again ever. <laughs> you would, you would take your money to uh help podcasting by getting giving money to podcasters that are shitty and make them sign a contract never to podcast again. That begets another idea. Uh, If say there was that show and this show was on there and they offered you us each say 20 grand cash to never podcast again, would you take it? No, no, you'd have to, you'd have to, it would have to be for me not to podcast again. It would have to be life-changing money. That's why it would never happen. Like, you would have to make... I don't know. I really enjoy podcasting. I, I enjoy the whole... Everything about it. I mean, it would take a lot of money for me not to do it. Really? Yeah. I don't... I mean... I mean, I don't know that twenty grand would buy me out of it because I, I do get something out of it personally, uh, whether or not, you know, metrics are, are measuring up to you know, other shows that I compare ours to whatever, but, um, I'm just trying to think I I do get something like, I don't think what I get out of this can't be bought at like a psych psychiatrist office or any kind of a support group or, you know, my band playing a show and anything like that. I don't, it's a different sensation that I get out of doing this stuff. So, all right. So I'm trying to figure out how many years do I have left to live? All right. I'll be 60 this year, two or three. Oh, Oh, I thought you were asking me a question. I wasn't, but okay. So you think I have two or three? Okay, I'll go with. I was hoping for ten, Bob. I was going. I was going long ball, and I was hoping. You know, I was. I mean, fifteen to twenty, John. No, I was. I was thinking ten. I got about another ten years, and you know, I'm thinking maybe two hundred grand a year for ten years. It's two million. Would I take two million? You think your podcasting is worth two hundred grand? No, a year? it's not. Come it's on. not worth anything. It's not worth anything. But somebody wants to pay me to never podcast again. What's my price? I'm thinking two million. Wow. Yeah, two million. Because that way I could take that money, go fishing, go hunting, you know, go do other things, get into other sports. See, I want to go shark tank with this and find out how you could come up with that evaluation because it seems to me like you're over evaluating your podcast company no no it's see you're <laughs> you're no what i'm thinking is what do i need 
how much money do I need to live the lifestyle that I would want to live without podcasting? And like I'm you're thinking, not only not allowed to podcast again, you're not even allowed to be within 10 feet of a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I understand that would be, I mean, I could still listen to podcasts. I just can't be a podcast door. Right. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking 200,000 a year for 10 years is $2 million. And that's what I would take to not podcast again. That's what it would take to get me. My to number is way less. <laughs> but and I, and I want to tell you that I, I want to put that goddamn number out there. So maybe somebody will create a go fund me to raise the money to get me to quit podcasting. All right. I'm bringing them in. Dave. Oh God. Dave just said he could raise half of that. He wants me out. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, how much would it take for you never to podcast again? How much money could they pay you to never podcast again? <laughs> no, I haven't. So I guess you're out of it anyhow. I mean, but... Oh, no. Oh, that's a shame. Wait a minute. He could still be in power, but just not president. I mean, he's going to try to start his own uh, party, I think, or whatever. No, that Patriot Party shit. Come on. Would he ever? Is he ever out of power? He's out. He is like he, him in politics. He's like the like uh, herpes or HIV of fucking po politics. Now you can forget it. Nobody wants to fuck him ever again. <sighs> so Dave wants to raise a million dollars to get me out of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you can get that other, you get that other half, Dave. I think we're we're using my insurance money to like survive <laughs> and live out my days as I slowly die of Parkinson's. <laughs> Just so you don't hear me on podcasts anymore. This is, this is the first time I've ever heard bullhorn. By the way, it is. That's not true. Yeah, it is. I thought you guys used to hate listening in Discord all the time. No, just access. Oh. I mean, we normally go down our our. Trello board a little more tighter, but this, like, when we get a conversation that seems to be going pretty good, it we just keep it going. No, it's better than I thought it would be. Uh, Access would listen and then report back. Oh, he would report back out. <laughs> he would comment down in the, in the bullhorn. Guess what John said? <laughs> he always attacks kind of like John thinks that this or that, but I don't ever, I, I almost get like jealous because he doesn't ever hate on my shit. No, everybody likes to hate on me, which is fine. Anyway, but yeah, so it turns out I really under underestimated the power of the Democrats. I thought they were done. I no. really thought they were done. But I mean, when you have the support of, crap. of uh, large corporations, big tech, and all I of know, the fucking media, media. And China. Along with all of the global organizations involved. Rest of the world. Yeah. So it's, you know, when they, when they all pull together, it's amazing what they can do. <clears throat> Yeah, I was, uh, I'd be honest with you, I really thought that he was going to pull this off and shocked and amazed that he didn't. Just to think that there was a guy in a basement that wouldn't come out because he was afraid of a virus and he could, and he lost to that. That's what amazes me. When he would go do three or four rallies a day and get thousands and thousands of people to show up at these rallies. At car dealerships because every car that was out there beeping at him was a was the same brand of car. It was all Jeeps. Mm-hmm. So it was obviously a dealership. But um, did you notice that, uh, have you heard about Burma? 
Well, they had a coup. I know that. Mm. So was, now some people have said, yeah, well, QAnon got it wrong. It wasn't America. It was Burma. Oh, well, they had just had to be right about something. They just, <laughs> they just took their I, shit. I laughed my balls off at that one. But, it, but it's so perfect. Like, what's, what, what's Donald Trump's Achilles heel? His mouth. His personality. That's what his Achilles heel No, is. taking away his ability to look like, look like the big guy. No. Like, like on Twitter, his I, voice. I mean, the reason that Donald Trump was not elected was his mouth, was his Twitter, was his personality. That's what got him. He pissed off so many people that they, they would have voted for a potted plant. As you can tell, the way they voted for Biden. That's what that's why Trump lost. Trump if Trump would have stayed on point and just talked about policy and what he was doing, and instead of all this nonsense that as soon as somebody um as soon as somebody did did him wrong, go on Twitter and put him on blast for a day, you know, that's the the thing that got Donald Trump um you know, that's what got him where the population just said, I've had enough. Didn't his mouth get him into power in twenty sixteen? Yeah, because they, they they that Trump was just a middle finger to the establishment. The media covered him about eighty six percent of the time, and they were, they didn't think that he had a snowball's chance in hell of winning this election, so they covered him. Then, as soon as he got in, they're like, "What the hell?" And then for three years, well, they tried to turn years. him into a meme, and it didn't fucking work. It failed. Right for four years, they did nothing but lambast him in the media, and and people just repeating lie after lie after lie until it became basically folklore fact of of things, and and everybody was upset with him. And now, here's the best part: they killed the goose that laid the golden egg because nobody cares about the news anymore. Uh, CNN, Fox News. And, um, you know, um, uh, what's it? NFs. MSNBC? Yeah, thank you. They all are, do- the ratings are dropping like a game uh, st- stop shot stock. So as far as I'm concerned, they need, they need Donald Trump. They need a villain. They need somebody. I don't know who that's going to be right now. It's that chick from Georgia, that, that congresswoman that they're calling her white supremacist. And she believes that. Here you go. You might. I don't know if you heard this one, Dave. Uh, Green. I can't know. Something. Uh, Marjorie Green. Something like that. She believes that the forest fires in California. Oh, space lasers. Space lasers. Space lasers. No, no, not just space lasers. Jewish space lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your Jewish space lasers. Well, you heard about her, I guess, the... There was a black lady who shared an office, or that was in an office next to hers. No, I didn't hear she, this story. She moved out of fear. Oh, she was because you know white white people crazy. I guess I don't know. Right, that's true. Usually it's the other way around. Usually the white people move away from the black people. Well, I mean this this Marjorie Green wears a mask that says like Trump won, and and all these these weird you know messages on it censored and all this kind of stuff like that across it. It's like okay. She's she's trying to be the Republican AOC. I, think, I was going to say know? she's trying to be the white AOC of the Republican Party, and that's what she's doing. She was walking through the Capitol the other day doing a live Instagram, and she's got her mask down on, like on her chin, and she's talking, and as she's walking through, people are yelling. And she turns around, I don't know, the mask don't work, and she's yelling and stuff like that. She okay, okay, and she puts the mask yeah, up. And- she's yelling at everybody now. Well, the, everybody's giving her shit too, but. I don't know. I mean, you know, what do you expect? We just had the deadliest month from from COVID on on record January. And uh 
all your lefty uh, Democrat run areas that were locked down, they're all opening up. Of course they're they have. Up they because- can't continue to do this. People are starting to revolt. They're going to have a revolt in their hands. Uncle Randall has a list of people that he wants hung. In the really, I didn't see. I was just uh, yeah, I was just talking. Yeah, about that. he I did wants not Na- see that. Nancy Pelosi. We're I think talking about AOC. Uncle Randy. I don't from... want to listen. I don't want to talk. Yeah, the oh Brian a gubernatorial Kemp. candidate for for the great state of Georgia, Uncle Randy, uh, known from what's his podcast again? Married, married a- AF. Married Married AF or Married as yes. fuck. So <laughs> again, when you we talk about everybody being unified, I think. I don't see how that's ever going to happen. I really don't see how that's ever going to happen. I mean, it can, but it's got to. St- well, have you seen the uh, memes, the uh, the uh, the t-shirts and stuff that say "Don't don't California my Texas and don't uh, New York my Florida"? Yeah, because both of those states, New York and California, are losing losing people. They're fucking moving the fuck out. The, yeah. Um- New York's to a point where they're going to lose a congressional seat based on uh, population alone. And we all know whose seat they're going to gun for because nobody really fucking cares for her. AOC. They're going to cancel her seat. She'll just run for something else. She's got, she's, she's popular enough now. She can go anywhere and win. She can win a Senate seat now, to be quite honest. That bitch couldn't win on Pornhub. I'm telling you, the, the young, the youngins love her. They love that AOC. She's a butterface. Yeah. So what John alluded to before, you you need vil you need villains. Like in, in, in you guys have a somewhat stable duopoly, right? Yeah. Republicans versus Democrats. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a little bit out of hand. You know, there's protests and and rioting. Just a little bit. That's when it goes a little bit too far. A little crazy. But, but you'd rather have a stable duopoly uh, over a uniparty. I'd be honest with you. I think that the the smaller the government, the better it is for the people. That's how well, that's I libertarian. Okay, so, so you want a uniparty? You want your side to win and the other side to be crushed forevermore? No more AOC. I, to be honest with you, I I know I sound like I'm a you know a conservative, and I probably have more conservative views than I do liberal views. But I think I'm half and half. In other words, I'm very socially liberal, but I think I'm more fiscally conservative for the simple fact that you just can't tax and spend tax and spend tax and spend. You just can't keep sucking the blood out of, out of the population. You just can't keep doing it now. And I can try to, I think it was probably uncle Randall last night that uh, uncle Randall, uncle Randy last night that said that they, instead of putting a, a minimum wage that they wanted to have a maximum wage where people yeah. can only make so much money and the rest of that money, they got to filter back down through the, through the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I said. You have a have a ratio. Right. The, the ratio of you know the CEO wage only, to the janitor wage is no more than a thousand to one or ten thousand to one or something. Whatever. Like that. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like say <laughs> say you yeah because now you want to pay your now you want to pay your janitor twenty five dollars an hour <laughs> so you can make more money, right? Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's not a bad idea, but what it does is it stifles productivity is what it does once you get to the once you start making i'll just go back to the elevator business when i was working in the elevator business there was a point of dollar amount that if you made over the dollar amount they were taxing the shit out of you where 
it was like you, you would go out on a call and you'd come home and you'd look at your paycheck and it was like you made $20. And you're like, what am, what am I doing? Why am I going and breaking my ass and going into a dangerous situation You know, for $20? It's ridiculous. So there's a point where you would say, you know what? No, I'm not taking that call because it's not worth it. There's not enough reward for the work that you're going to do because they're taxing the hell out of you. And that's the problem with it because you get to a point and then you're like, nah, forget it. I'm not going to do it. And that's what happens when you try to do that with companies if you say John we're talking about the CEO why, why does the CEO need to earn more than 10,000 times what the janitor earned no I understand that that's what insane I understand it but what I'm saying just I, think about it think of it please think about this no the janitor I, I agree with is it. a human being the CEO is a human being they have the same wants and needs roughly granted the janitor might be stupid the CEO is probably a lot smarter the janitor's lazy, the CEO's a lot more driven. But 10,000 times more, 100,000 times more, a million times more, what should the ratio be? No, I'll, I'll agree with you. I would go with a maximum wage that you can only make a certain percentage over what your lowest paid employee is. And with, with you know, globalization and technology, as, as we say, as we talk about the, the concentration of money and power, well, you know, know that they, they would just insane. work out ways. You, you, you talk about the richest people in the world. It's beyond, like, I, the words can't describe how rich these people are. <laughs> All right. So, and we could say that for the simple fact. How rich should these people be? They'll never, first of all, the rich will never allow that to happen because due to politics and everything, they've already got, they've already got the game rigged. And the reason we know that is because a ragtag team of Reddit people did an ass whooping on the hedge funds in a stock market on a stock where the stores are probably out of business in five years. And what happened was finally the little guy went in there and played the game and beat the big guy at his own game. And the first thing they're doing is they're in there crying. They want laws. They want regulations. So this can never happen again. And I'm like, bullshit, you've been it doing this. It was hilarious to see Elizabeth Warren, all right, Bernie's um, yeah. female counterpart. Yeah, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Socialism. Pocahontas herself uh, taking the side of Wall Street on this. It was very eye-opening. Yeah, Pocahontas now wants, uh, you know, the one that's trying to get the minimum wage up for the little people. She's pissed off now that the hedge funds are taking a beating over the common folk. So it just goes to show you that that's where the money, her money comes from big money. And that's how she is able to win elections and stuff like that. So the, the rich, you're never going to beat the rich at their own game. They've this, the, the deck is stacked. It's all, you know, they, you should just be happy that they allow you to make the $15 minimum wage that they might allow you to make and be happy with that and, and conform your lifestyle. You peasants, conform your lifestyle into what we give you and be happy with that. But that's not good enough because now we've got Build Back Better and the Great Reset. And now we're going to do where where nobody owns anything. We get a house. We get whatever food they're supposed to give us. I guess they'll give us cable TV and video games. And you go do your, you go do your menial job that we tell you to go do. And guess what? And you get home, you can do whatever pretty soon. Hey, listen, we can't afford you to have this many kids. You get to have one. There's too many people on the planet. I got to be honest with you. I think this whole COVID thing was a, a way 
that the uh, the, the elites figured that they would get rid of the uh, people that are on the dole, the people that are on welfare, the people that are on disability, the people that are on, you know, the olds in the nursing homes that are taking up all that money. That's how you get rid of them. You get this disease, you, you put it in the nursing home, and the next thing you know, it kills them all. Uh, well, it's also uh, racist because it's going after um, people of color at a higher rate. Well, I would say that's because they're out in the public more. They're out working. They're essential workers. They're out working the grocery stores, the gas stations, the convenience stores. They're the janitors. They're, you know, they're the ones that are out there working. They haven't missed a day's pay through this whole fucking shutdown. If the globalists actually set their mind to creating a virus to depopulate the planet, it'd be a lot better than COVID. Well, this is their first run out. Piss week. Oh, yeah, it's their practice run. You know, it's their I've practice run. Theory too. I think that it's the SARS one was it's the first. Just... Wait for COVID, COVID fucking 21. Wait for that shit. They can't kill everybody because they need somebody to do the work. They're not going to do the work. They can't oh, kill I mean, everybody. They tried getting rid of the gays with a fucking HIV, but, you know, shit. And then, right, and then it got into the bloodstream. Damn it. Oops. Oops. So what happened was, what they did, so first of all, with AIDS, what they didn't figure was the gays, what they didn't figure about that, that whole plan, that, where that went awry was the bisexuals. The bisexuals fucked that whole plan up. Because if it was just the gays, they would have just screwed each other to death, and that would have been it. The AIDS would have took over and got rid of all the gays. You know, during the the whole HIV thing back in the 80s, uh, Anthony Fauci spent $320 million of uh, taxpayer dollars to to research it, and uh, at the end of the day, it was the private corporations who came up with sure. you know, medications and treatments. And uh, that $320 million was for fucking nothing. Thanks, Fauci. You're a great guy. We're... It's- we're three masks. Let me ask you a question. Is is anybody dying of AIDS anymore? Is that even happening anymore? I did, don't really know anybody that's that's got it. So, I right. Africa. 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 Was, they were just riddled with AIDS. It was just, I, you figured it was going to take down the whole continent. But uh, I even think now they're like, I don't, I mean, how are you going to get an African to put on a condom? That's just not going to happen. And how are you going to stop them from fucking? They don't even have cable TV. It's really the only thing they get to do. I don't think they have jobs either. So, yeah. Well, their job their job yeah, is to food. stay alive. When they wake up yeah. in the morning, they go, "You know what we got to yeah. do today? Stay alive. We got to find something to eat. We got to find something to drink. We got to figure out how to, you know, get some shelter." That's their job, staying alive. Now to do like Sam Kennison said, they should pack their shit and fucking move to move where to, there's food. Move to where the food is. I guess I don't know. All right. So in summary, there's no point to anything, and. Well, I don't yeah, know if I would go with cards that. Cards are Dave. stacked against you. You're fucked, and um, yeah. Well, what is the Move point? I mean, over overall, humanity has no no goals, no grand goals. We talk about going to space, then Bob will say, "Go into space." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, Bob is the boomerest one out of the three of us. He is the boomerest of the three of us. He's the get off my lawn. You know, what are we going to the? You know, what are we going to Mars for? Why are we doing this? I'll just give a billion dollars. I'll just give my billion dollars to Black Lives Matter. You know, he's the boomers of us all. Of us all. Okay, I think it was our our last episode. We discussed that hundred and thirty bucks going to Amazon for the Amazon Prime uh, membership. There, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Your hundred and thirty bucks that could be twenty nine ninety five, 
But no, it's 130 because Jeff Bezos wants to put fucking rockets in outer space. Well, okay, so let's talk about that for a second. So what what do I get from my $138? I get Amazon Prime, which is a video service. Garbage, yeah. Go right. ahead. Okay. And then... Uh, <laughs> and it then is I garbage. Also get, wait a minute. They have, also they get, have shit on there to watch. It's fucking all, junk. I, I disagree with you, but okay. Third-rate garbage. So then the other thing that I get is I get uh, free two-day shipping. So as much stuff as I have... In you know, brought into this, you know, delivered to this place, my house, that I would pay twice as much in shipping costs. So to me, it's been the six months since is, I've gotten anything in two days. What's that? It's been six months since I've received anything that I've ordered in the actual two day promise. I ordered something the other day in the morning. It was there in the afternoon. Oh, but back I, then it was. Oh well, they're. They're busy carrying all the votes, all the ballots. They're they're tied up with ballots. It's backed up with ballots. Now it's oh the they're carrying the COVID vaccine. They're saving people's lives. So your package is sorry, but COVID vaccine first. Get the fuck out of here. Right. All right. So so here's the question. I know Bob's not going to take the vaccine, so I'm not even going to ask him. But Dave, fuck no. Would you take that vaccine, the COVID vaccine? Uh, what what do you think? So I, I, I'm not hundred percent. Sure. I, I, I have a science degree. I'm not a fucking idiot. Okay. I, okay. So are you, I, I still don't know if you're going to take it or not. I don't know. Well, I'm, not a, I'm not a fucking idiot. So you're going to take it. I'm not a selfish cunt and I'm not a fucking idiot. That, that's, that should be all the, all you need to know. Hold on. Bob, do you speak Dave? What does that mean? Does that mean he's taking it or not? Yes. It means he's taking it. Okay. So he's taking it. <laughs> all right. If you're, if you're a selfish cunt, then fair enough. If right. you're a fucking moron, then fair enough. And I, if if you see if so, because I don't trust the fast tracked method, the fact that it was not tested out, there was no animal testing. They didn't really test this out very well before it's been handed out to the fucking masses. Well, I know. I, I don't. I don't trust it. it. It's it's not that I reject science. I understand the purpose of a vaccine and how how they work i even understand how an you know mrna vaccine works i just uh don't trust it i don't it wasn't it was rushed this well, it's not the way things work they're all tested and plus plus why take why do a vaccine when there are therapeutics that fucking uh work well that is true um but they are pushing this vaccine and they will not let you use any, they will not prescribe any medicine that would actually help you. Yeah, therapeutics, sorry, to uh, help you get over this. And it is becoming more and more evident that there are, um, there are drugs out there that once you get it, if you start taking it, it makes it a, a lot less deadly. If you wait until you're, you have a pneumonia, and you can't breathe, then the therapeutics won't work. But they'll work now once you once you get it, once you test positive for it, and they will not allow that to happen. And that just does that blows my mind. So as a person of science and not a fucking idiot, Dave, what would you think that would make doctors not prescribe medication that would save somebody's life? That's a trap question. I I, I defer to experts on that question. Okay. I, I don't I don't know enough about it. All right. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Well, all I got to say is Hank Aaron. Well, they, again, they say he, he survived COVID. 
He survived. He caught COVID at 80-something years old, survived it, and wanted to, be, wanted to show that the vaccine was safe. They gave him the vaccine. 17 days later, he was dead. Now, what did he die of? No one's telling you what he died of. They're not going to. Right. The part that I the part that bothers me, do I think that the vaccine's gonna is uh some kind of a conspiracy to put mind control in everybody, blah blah blah, make no. them sterile, all this ridiculous shit. Fuck no. Do I think do I also think that it is going to be the be all end all of fucking COVID cures? No. I don't even think they believe that. But the part that bothers me is that they go on here, <clears throat> they'll bring on uh Katie Katie Couric or fucking uh, Savannah Guthrie, whoever the fuck on the, the big, giant, you know, most watch today show bullshit in the morning, first thing in the morning, first fucking interview that they do is with some guy wearing a white lab coat, doctor whatever the fuck, and he's got a stethoscope, you know, hanging around his neck. And he's talking about all these vaccine disinformation campaigns, These all these people who don't know what they're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but but we all have the internet. Now, I get it. There's a lot of misinformation on the internet, but... There are, there are a lot of cases of problems with this vaccine. People that have fucking died from it. People that have gotten Bell's palsy. People that have uh, gotten really massive problems out of this vaccine. Huh? Now, they haven't died of it, but they. <laughs> I didn't say that they did. People that have died of it, comma. People that have that have gotten Bell's palsy from it, comma. There's a bit, there's been a lot of problems caused by the vaccine. Now it's a, is it a small amount? Yes, it's a small number, but, but my problem isn't with the vaccine. It isn't with the problems from the vaccine. It's with the way that these doctors go on to these, you know, NBC morning shows and, and talk about vaccine disinformation campaigns. Um, cause that's their great, you know, buzzwords and, and they do it in a way that, Oh, this vaccine, there's, there's nobody's died from it. Nobody's gotten adverse reactions. No Bell's palsy. It's never happened. It's all fucking sunshine and rainbows when you get the vaccine. And that's not true. Be honest with this. Be like, you know, you know, look, are there cases where the vaccine has had an adverse reaction? Yes, but they're very few, you know, per million, about as, about as many as I'd say die from COVID when they catch it. So I'm, and again, I'm just going by people that I know. And when I say I know them, I know them through uh, Facebook, and they're also like members of my family and stuff like that. My 87-year-old uncle got it. He said that his arm wasn't even sore. My cousin, who recovered from COVID, got the first vaccine and was sick as a dog the next day. Sick as a dog. He had a fever. He was... Um, he, he, could, he couldn't even lift his head off the pillow. The next day, he felt, you know, relative, he could go to work. And then he says, well, now i got to get the next shot. Do I even want to get the next shot? So, I mean, it does affect everybody differently. Well, do they tell you which one you're getting when you get it? Uh, I didn't ask him that, so I don't know that. And then there was another person that I used, used to play poker with back when you were allowed to go play poker. And she got the first shot, and she said her arm was sore. She got the second shot, and it fucked her up. She was sick, running a fever. It was like three or four days that she was knocked down. And she was going on social media and talking about it, and everybody was, like, yelling at her. And it became, again, it became all political. And all she's doing is giving her recollection or, you know, a report on what happened to her. I don't know. To be honest with you, Dave, I, I'm probably going to get it, too. I'm probably going to yeah. get the vaccine, too, to be honest with you. 
You're, you're higher risk than me. Yeah. I'm, yes. Yes. I'm fatter than you, Dave. Yes. Yes, Dave. I'm well, fatter you have than somebody you. in the home, Dave. And older. <laughs> Dave, That's you have true. somebody in the home who's immunocompromised, right? I mean, that. Yeah. And she'll be that, getting the vaccine as well. Yeah. Right. So. So, I mean, with you, it's it's definitely more, you know, makes more sense. If I was in your position, I probably would. But I've already had COVID. My wife's already had COVID. I don't hang around anybody else. So I just, and, and I don't think, I just don't trust the vaccine right now. Once the vaccine comes out, we probably won't let anyone in the house who hasn't been vaccinated. Right. Yeah. yeah Although, yeah. I mean, that's probably over over cautious considering there's almost no cases in my state. <laughs> that's probably going too far. Well. Um, hey, I'm glad that I'm glad you don't have to deal with this shit because it, it's terrible. I mean, yesterday, 71 people in New Jersey, just New Jersey died, 71 people. So uh, you say it, they died it, of it or with it? I don't know which. Would you like to know how many people have died in my state from COVID? Sure. I think it's nine. Nine people. Yep. Wow. That's amazing. See, isn't it crazy? Like when you well, live they don't have nine? guns there, John, what else are they going to die from? No, but Boredom. what I'm saying is there it's there is they're on an island. They can really kind of control who comes in and, co- and and goes out. Here, we don't have that. You know what I mean? Sorry, six, six. I just checked. Okay, six. This is like, as a motherfucker in my state. Um, th- th- so multiple factors. Also, uh, we do what we're fucking told. Oh, okay. You're very very obedient. You're a very obedient population. We will we'll complain about it, but. We do what we're fucking told. Okay. Well, the big news today. And there's pros and cons to that. Absolutely. But, you know, in this case. This morning, the big top story on uh, today's show was uh, that the their Walgreens, Walmart, all these different pharmacies are going to be administering the vaccine. Okay. Are, are you okay with that? What? What's with, the difference? Oh, you see, here's the, again, this... The, one because of them has to keep be kept cold. To one it. of the things that I've been told, I don't know how accurate this is, but that when you get the vaccine, they make they kind of keep you there for 15 to 30 minutes afterward to make sure that there's no adverse reaction right away. Mm-hmm. Same with the flu vaccine. So would you rather that happen where there's you know nurses and, and doctors, or would you rather that happen where there's a pharmacist and a cashier well first of all the people that are going to be administering this shot are um are doctors or uh what else the other one uh, nurse practitioners so they will be able to administer like let's say you go into a, you're starting to go into anaphylactic shock they'll be able to to, to give you the medication that, that you would need okay uh, so, th- so if i go to kroger i'm not going to be getting stuck by the bag boy no the guy from the guy from the deli isn't going to come out and give you He's a, not gonna, like, take a vaccination room. shot no that's not going to happen I mean, and and the other thing, they'll be they'll be set up that if there's a case that it'll happen. And then the other thing is too, if you go to a doctor's office, I mean, the only place that you could really, hopefully, be better off is if you had it done at a hospital and there was, you know, they were right there with a crash cart. But why not just fucking <laughs> cut it all, cut out all the fucking bullshit, and just do it in a fucking cemetery? Just dig a hole. Yeah, I mean, just just in case, and <laughs> if if you case. have an adverse reaction, just, just kick, kick your you fucking right chair hole. over to that bitch and and. Move move along. Oh well, lost another one. Okay, I'm I'm just playing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I have one question for Dave now because it it kind of piqued my interest. Uh so you're very obedient. So have they closed down businesses and everything in Australia? Yeah, they did. They and did. 
how do they compensate the workers and the and the business owners? Are they compensating them or it's just you know just fuck you? Yeah, there were all sorts of stimulus packages and all sorts of shit. Okay, well there you go. Bob just left the building. <laughs> I don't even know if I can stop. I was just getting ready to end the show and Bob took off. Where the fuck did Bob go? There were two. There were two waves, and but we've had almost no cases now since September. It's easier for us. I'm not going to pretend that it <laughs> that it's the same. Yeah. I, again, I'm not sure how populated Australia is. A tenth, a tenth of the population, about the same land mass. Okay, yeah. So it's or almost. Yes. Yeah, so you have about as many cases as like uh, the state of Wyoming or something, because there's not as it's not as populated here. It's like New York City. But but don't pretend that we only. So we have ten percent of the population, but we don't have ten percent of the cases. Right. We have way, 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 way less. I've never seen anything spread as fast as this did. It, and everybody says that it was, you know, we, we got it in February. They're finding cases now in December of 19 and November of 19 that people have had it. So it was here a long time and it took hold. And then once it took hold, there's no way you could stop it. It's just, it's just ridiculous. All right, Bob, I think we've yapped enough. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I went to end the show. I looked up and the chair was empty. It's like Sorry, I had to. It's been an hour and ten. I, yeah, dude, I, I know. I know. I got a pee too. Got a weak bladder. I got a weak bladder, and I've. I got a prostate the size of a fucking man's fist. Well, I'd like to thank uh, Dave from Man Brain Podcast and uh, a couple other ones that. Whatever, everybody hey, knows. Dave, you are the shit, very so. first guest on the Bullhorn Podcast. Who would have predicted that? Part-time guest. <laughs> first guest. First guest on the show. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Pop their cherry. There you go. All right, Bob. So, if you want to find us, you want to call out all of our us? shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call us 856 599 8558. Remember the number. On Twitter, you can find, you can't find me anymore. I was, <laughs> I was permanently banned from Twitter. Uh, but the <laughs> show. Uh, Bullhorn Pod at Bull, at Bullhorn Pod. We're also over. Uh, we have a Facebook page over at Bullhorn Pod on Facebook. Dave, thank you so much for being a guest. You didn't happen to record your audio, did you? No. Shit, that's a problem. Now it's not a problem. It's just when Bob talks over you, we can't hear you. But uh, it's okay. We'll take care of that. I can include my USB channel if you want it. Yeah, but you still can't hear. Uh, we'll talk about this off the air. Not a problem. Thank you very much for <laughs> what about uh, when listening. John talks and, over uh, you. Come on back for another the next episode. I'd like to thank my Google machines for not listening, uh, for how strong my right hook is and calling the cops because they're not all listening all the time, Bob. <laughs> okay, yeah, because you mash that little button on the back that says microphone on it. If they were listening all the time, then society would fall down. You think so? Yeah, because it's it's not. There's no signs of it falling at all in the, in the last... 10 years. Oh, minor disturbances. So I, I, did I tell you that I unplugged my Google home? And the reason I did was because I was sound asleep and it was talking and I had no idea why it was talking. It woke me up out of a sound sleep and I sat up and I was like, and I, you know how you're confused? And I'm like, what, what, who, what? And then all of a sudden it said, never mind, never mind. I was like, what the fuck was that? So I immediately unplugged that bitch and it hasn't been plugged in since. I torture. I have one of those Google home devices 
and it's out in my studio and I torture it cause I leave it plugged in, but there's no internet out there. So it's going, fuck, fuck, no internet. Fuck. Damn. He just said something and I can't relay it back to home base. Fuck. <laughs> 